What's up, everyone? It's JLP, the host of Mastering Singular Podcast, and I'm coming to you with this brand new episode, which is part two from our Mastering Singular live session titled Hold Me. But before we continue, I just want to take this moment of silence to respect those who unfortunately lost their lives 19 years ago in New York after those planes struck the Twin Towers and killed many, many innocent lives. We do want to send our thoughts and prayers to their families. We're praying for you. We're praying that God will just bless you and comfort you in this time, which is not easy at all, especially if you lost a loved one um, during that horrific time in history. And even if you didn't, didn't lose any loved ones, the fact that so many people lost their lives, it still affects you in some way. And so we're believing that God is present with you even now. And he would give you the strength to continue to press on. Thank you so much, y'all, for um, coming to listen to part two of Mastering Singlet Live. We were talking about, you know, previously in part one, we're talking about wholeness a lot. Um, But I'm not going to go ahead and recap all of that you are able to check it out part one on my youtube channel jlp network but for tonight's purposes i want to just go ahead and discuss um the part of the session that i didn't get a chance to discuss the first time around and i believe that you guys are going to be blessed by part two and if you are single i'm telling you you do not want to (laughs) you do not want to miss this episode and I I would really recommend you even if you go ahead and listen to this one go ahead and listen to the first episode so that way you have a better understanding of the whole theme of this session which is hold me so what I'm gonna go ahead and do although I'm not gonna recap part one I'm just gonna go ahead and let you know that we we left on part one when it came to me just re, you know reminding you all that you are the prize okay you are the prize and um pretty much we were discussing how in the bible it says you know a man who finds his wife he obtains favor from the lord um but i wanted for you guys to understand that it is not only in regards to men, but it's also in regards to women. Um, if you are a child of God, you need to have this mindset that you indeed are the prize. What do I mean by that? I mean that you, because in fact that, you know, you, you, you are a child of God. And because the in fact that you are pursuing your purpose, you are living fully to glorify God. And you are... You know, you're doing great things in life for the glory of the Lord. You are remaining determined to achieve your goals. You're remaining determined to be successful. You know, you need to understand you are the prize. You are the prize. It's not someone that's going to add to your life. But you have to recognize that you are fully complete and whole in Christ Jesus. Okay, and it's so important for you to see as second to God is that you are 
doing all that you can to develop yourself. You're doing all that you can to be the best version of yourself. And as you're doing that, others will recognize the favor of God on your life. Others will recognize that, you know what, you are someone special and they will take notice in you, Um, especially for my singles out there. You know, when you have confidence and you boldly walk in your purpose and you're living life intentionally, people will start noticing you. And God is able to, uh, to allow whomever that he has ordained to be your future wife or your future husband to start taking notice in you and to begin to pursue you. But first, you have to recognize that you are the prize. All right. So that's where we left off. And I want to continue um, with you all. And Songs of Solomon, Songs of Solomon chapter 8. And I just want to take some time to really meditate on verse 4. So if you have your Bible, go go ahead and open it to Songs of Solomon chapter 8 verse 4. And I'll go ahead and read it with you all here. And we're just going to dive in and explain it further when it comes to how it's connected with our theme tonight, Whole Me. And so... Songs of Solomon chapter 8 verse 4 says, Daughters of Jerusalem, I charge you, do not arouse or awaken love until it so desires. Now for my young men, for my men who are listening to this episode, although you see it says daughters, calm down now. This is for for you too. Alright, I'm going to read it one more time. Songs of Solomon chapter 8 verse 4, it says, Daughters of Jerusalem, I charge you, do not arouse or awaken love until it so desires. When we see here um, the words arouse or awaken, you know, and it says love until it so desires, we see here that it's talking about maturity. So the Bible is telling us that even love, for you to experience this type of love, right, with um, uh, 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 the opposite sex, right, the one that, you, you know, the Lord has called to be your future husband or future wife, it needs maturity it needs for you to reach a level of maturity in order to experience it in order for you to really give yourself to it right and so let's go ahead and pay attention to the word desires i want to go ahead and um just just meditate on that term desires let's focus on this term so you see desires okay in Songs of Solomon, it says, do not awaken love until it so desires. So it's, it's as if that once you're mature, once you reach that level of maturity, you don't even need to pursue love. Love is going to come follow you. Okay. And so once you reach that maturation or wholeness in yourself, then guess what? then love will follow you. You won't need to chase after love. You won't need to look look for love, but love will pursue you. And you will know this. You will know this because you're going to feel in yourself. Again, you're content. uh, You're complete. You're whole. Um, you, You recognize that you don't need another person to survive life. You don't need another person to enjoy life. But, um... At the end of the day, you want sometimes you have that desire to be connected to someone because you want to 
love on other people, right? You want to love on this person. You want to um, give to this person a measure of the of the love and the goodness that God has bestowed upon your own life. You want to be able to connect with this person um, to continue to do the work of purpose, continue to do kingdom work. And we discuss a lot more on that in part one, okay? And so how do you know you're ready? That is the question some of us have asked ourselves, you know, how do you know you're ready for love or you're ready for that godly companionship or you're ready for marriage? Okay, so basically, y'all, based on what we've discussed so far, where you are in Christ has much to do with it. Okay, so how do you know you're ready? Think of it this way. Where you are, again, where you are in Christ has much to do with it, meaning where you are in your current relationship with Jesus. How are you doing in your relationship with Jesus? How are you pursuing the Lord? How are you pursuing your calling? How are you living on purpose? Pretty much has to do up do a lot with it. It's going to give you that idea, okay, um, I'm ready or I'm not ready. And you need to have that transparency with yourself to recognize that, Maybe perhaps you're not ready. The desire is there, right? The desire is there, but the maturity is not leveling up with the desire. And when that happens, that signals to you that you're not ready. And at times, some people perhaps will get offended by that. They'll be like, oh, you can't tell me when I'm not ready, you know, and stuff like that. But when you are honest with yourself and when you see that, Um, the level of your relationship with Christ is not completely solidified or when you do not see yourself as the prize you'll be the bigger person and say you know what let me take some time to still you know um, enjoy my singlehood enjoy my singleness so that way I could be developed more in Christ that way I can become the woman of God that God is calling me to be that way I can become more of the man of God that God is calling me to be So where you are on your journey to fulfill your purpose gives you a hint as well if you are ready for a godly companionship, if you are ready to be with your future wife, if you are ready to be with your future husband, all right? So I want you guys to understand as well, life is a journey to becoming whole, okay? I'm saying this again, life is a journey to becoming whole. So many people are chasing after things that has nothing to do with the with the meaning of life has nothing to do with god's plan when it comes to life in general the concept of life i want you today if you did not know this before that life in general is a journey to becoming whole everything you're currently enduring right now is not for you to earn more money it's not for you to earn more recognition but it's for you to be fully who you are in christ that is the mission field of life. That is the purpose of life. It's to perfect everything you need to become the full version of who God created you to be. Life is really a training ground for you before you enter eternity. All right? Life is a training ground for you before you enter eternity. God wants for you to become perfect in Christ Jesus while you're here on the earth. You don't need to wait until you go into eternity to become perfect in Christ. This is what the Lord is doing through you even now as we speak. Now, fulfillment as we shared in part one equals wholeness, okay? Fulfillment equals wholeness. When you feel fulfilled, that means you are whole. And I want you guys to understand as well that fulfillment 
it's not just the accumulation of success, the accumulation of your accomplishments over the years, but it's who you have become over the years. How's your character, you know? Is your character aligning with the fruits of the Holy Spirit? Is your character aligning with the personality of Jesus Christ, you know? And you have to get this too, y'all. Like, Jesus' bottom line, he has to be first in your life. He has to be the one that's guiding you in all things. And a lot of people, they may perhaps believe that they're, they have reached fulfillment, but none of us have reached fulfillment if we do not surrender our lives to Jesus. And that is completely true. That is truth. You know, many people are currently lost and they have no idea that they're lost. They don't know that they're lost because right now they're living the good life. They have money. They have a, a prestige. They have, you know, um, a, a beautiful, beautiful lifestyle and so forth. But without Jesus, these people, though they think they're not lost, they're lost. And that's even a, a great deception when someone has no clue that they are in bondage, has no clue that they are without purpose. Because without Christ, there's no purpose. Without Christ, there's no purpose. Now, I want you to write this. Wherever you are, I just want you to write this. Write, I am fulfilled if I'm living for Christ. When Jesus is the center of my mind and heart. I'm going to go ahead and say this even about three times. Because I want for you to, to really have that word sink in in your heart and in your mind. I am fulfilled if I'm living for Christ. When Jesus is the center of my mind and heart, you need, when you're saying this, you need to believe it. I'm going to say it again. I am fulfilled if I'm living for Christ. When Jesus is the center of my mind and heart. I want you guys to remember this because this is true. You, you will not be free in life if you do not recognize this as truth. I am fulfilled if I'm living for Christ when Jesus is the center of my mind and heart. You won't be fulfilled when a man comes to your life. You won't be fulfilled when a woman comes to your life. You won't be fulfilled when you get married. You won't be fulfilled when you get engaged. You won't be fulfilled when you get that promotion. You won't be fulfilled when you get that new job. No. The only person that gives you complete fulfillment is Jesus. And the only way you can attain that fulfillment is if you are living your life for Christ. If God indeed is the center of your life, of your mind and heart. Therefore, God didn't give us a purpose to be whole. He gave us purpose to express the wholeness, goodness he's given us through Christ Jesus. Can you believe that, y'all? I'm, I'm beginning to be a little bit worried that we we are we are we're understanding the concept of purpose with distorted lenses, with a distorted perspective. We have placed purpose on a pedestal as if purpose is greater than God as if you know purpose is greater than us just being in awe of God's glory being in awe of God's 
wonder of God's person. Let me go ahead and repeat this again. Because I want you guys to be with me. Although I'm not able to see you, you're not able to see me. You're not able to see me right now. But I, I believe that the Spirit of the Lord is on this podcast episode. And I want for you to connect to these words. Because I don't, I don't think that you guys heard me clear. So let me go ahead and repeat this again. God didn't give us a purpose to be whole. I don't want you to be pursuing your purpose to think that your purpose is going to fulfill you. It's going to make you whole. Purpose is purpose absolutely is important. And each and every one of us, we have a God-given purpose that we need indeed to be pursuing in this season. But you need to understand as well, God didn't give us a purpose to be whole. He gave us purpose to express the wholeness he's given us through Christ Jesus. The reason why, y'all, you have a purpose is only to express the wholeness that you have in Christ Jesus. The purpose itself has to, uh, to again, remind you of where you come from. That you come from God. That your whole being is in Christ Jesus. Your whole being is, um, is made alive in Christ Jesus. Now... When we are whole, listen to this. When we are whole, I want you to get this. When we are whole, nothing in the world satisfies us like the Lord. <laughs> when you are a whole person, you want to take an assessment to see if you're whole? This is key. You want to take an assessment to see if you're ready for companionship? This is key. You want to take an assessment if you're really ready to meet your future husband? This is key. You want to take an assessment to see if you're really prepared for your future wife? This is key. When you are whole, nothing in the world satisfies you like the Lord. Nothing. This is why usually someone who is whole loves simplicity. Because when you are whole, you don't really need much to enjoy life. When you are whole... You're good. You're good. You're good with the minimum. And when I say the minimum, I'm, I'm not saying like for you to aim for mediocrity. That's not what I'm saying at all. I'm not saying for you to um, aim for low. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying that you are content with the portion that you have. You're not you're not there to, to like try to accumulate things to just stunt on people. But you are content with your portion. You are content with the blessing that God has given you. You are content with where you are in life. You are content with the little that you have. Now, a whole person, they love the minimalist type of lifestyle. But why is that again? They love it because physically they are not satisfied by the physical things of life, the materialistic materialistic things of life they're not satisfied by these things you'll find a lot of people even when they're successful many of them are taking on the minimalist type of lifestyle they don't they don't want you know the fancy cars they don't want like the big mansions but they want something that is modern in style but 
has simplicity is not overdoing it. And many people who are whole, you know, they have that type of mindset, the minimalist mindset. And the reason being is that they're not satisfied by the physical as much as the spiritual. They're more satisfied concerning the spiritual things, concerning the spiritual gifts. They're more satisfied concerning their hunger for God, their, their, their passion for the kingdom works that the Lord has placed in their heart to do. They value quality over quantity, relationship over money. A whole person is powerful beyond imagination. Y'all need to understand this. Wholeness is powerful. It's a powerful thing. Someone who is whole is powerful. That person is able to do such great things in their lifetime. Because they have self-control and they have this level of awareness that is in an optimal level compared to people who see from the outside looking in. Another thing, y'all, wholeness is often embraced by us after a severe trial or season. <laughs> Listen, wholeness is often embraced by us after a severe trial or season. So I'm speaking to you. Maybe right now you're in a tough situation. I want to encourage you at this time, just hang in there. Because that trial or whatever situation you're in currently right now is refining you. It's making you whole. It's about to bring completion into your life, fulfillment into your life. You will see the faithfulness of God even in this moment. Now, wholeness is often embraced by us, right? After a trial. And usually, that's when you tap out and choose to either quit believing for what you hope for in life or surrender your life to what God is hoping you to do in Christ Jesus. And it's also when you reach that moment where, you know, you're like, you know what? I'm just done. I'm just done. I feel like I'm in a cycle of disappointments. I feel like like each season feels the same to me. It seems like when I'm praying, God is not listening to my prayers. Or it seems that he just doesn't care about what I'm praying about. Because my situation has not changed. My The, the, the answers to my prayers are not coming to my address. And so when you reach that level... Of disappointment it's like you're literally saying you know what i'm done and you finally reach this level as well of surrender and say you know what lord have your way and you just give your hopes to jesus and i'm telling you friends when you're able to do that surrender in that manner <laughs> you are in the route to wholeness because now you're seeing yourself as not the master of your life but that God himself is the master of your life. Which leads me to this point when it comes to wholeness and why it's so important for you to be whole and to make that decision today to be whole. You see, wholeness is attained after an act of surrender to God, not you or someone else. In other words, you are made whole in God's will and presence. Okay? So if you find yourself not spending time with the Lord, if you're not 
reading your Bible the way that you should, if you're not praying the way that you should, if you're not spending time just really in the presence of God and worshiping him, you know, if, if you're not cutting out uh, things of this world, like if you're not being more in tune with the voice of the spirit by just engaging with the kingdom of God, then you're not, you're not growing in wholeness. Because you can only grow in wholeness. You can only become your whole self when you are in God's presence. And when you truly continue to surrender to his will for your life. You, we are made whole, y'all, in God's will, in God's presence. When you can faithfully just receive God's will for your life. And you say to the Lord, you know what? Yes, I may have this desire. But I, I choose your will because your will is perfect. Then God, he himself is allowing you to dwell in that atmosphere of wholeness, that, that, that level of wholeness. Now, do you know this whole time we have misinterpreted everything when it comes to perfection, the, the, the word perfection? And in part one, I discussed this a little bit, um, but I want to go ahead and just speak on it some more. You see, we have made perfection mean one who is free of mistakes and especially free of physical flaws when it comes to someone's appearance and physique. But when reading the Bible, here's what it says about perfection or being perfect. It says, you know, to be holy because God himself is holy. It says, you know, as well, that those who have a pure heart are the only ones that are able to see the face of God. And so perfection in God's eyes is when you are pursuing righteousness, when you are pursuing holiness, when you're pursuing purity and you're living a lifestyle of holiness and purity. Above even wanting to be connected with a, a future spouse, you need to have a desire for holiness like nothing else in this world. I want us to focus on um, this for the time being. I want you to understand when you are whole, you no longer have the desire to find satisfaction in sin. You no longer have the desire to be like the world, man. Like, seriously, we don't have the desire to be like the world. Today, it is so sad how many of us who are believers are trying to compete with the world. Either we're trying to compete with the world or we're wanting to be just like the world. But when you are whole, when you know that your identity is in Christ, you no longer have the desire to be like the world. You no longer have the desire to displease God. God, pleasing God becomes your number one priority because you just love him so much. And that in itself becomes your greatest desire. That in itself becomes your greatest desire than marriage. Your greatest desire than to fall in love and to be with a significant other and so and so. You no longer have the desire to compare yourself to other people. When you are whole and when you recognize yourself as a child of God, 
you no longer have the desire to compare yourself with other people because you know who you are in Christ and you know the purpose that he has for your life. And that becomes your mandate as well. That becomes your focus because you only want to please him. When you are whole, you no longer have the desire to hate on others or be jealous of other people. You are unmoved if people like you or not. This is so key, y'all. You know you are whole when you're unmoved by people, whether they like you or not. People liking you or not doesn't make you feel less than, doesn't make you feel less whole, doesn't make you feel less fulfilled, doesn't make you feel less worth, worthy, right, than you are. When you are whole, you no longer have the desire to live for other people. That's another big thing, too. Many of us, sometimes we think that we're living for God, but we're living for ourselves. Either we're living for ourselves or we're living for somebody else. But when you're a whole, you are living for God first and foremost, above yourself and above other people. Your desire as well becomes to live holy. Your desire becomes to live holy unto God. It's not to... Um, it's not to like, you know, try to get something, try to get a prize, but you recognize that you are here on this earth for the glory of the Lord. You are here on this earth because God wants, wants to, you know, wants to use you as an instrument to glorify him and to reveal him to the world. Now, maybe you're asking, right? Maybe you're asking, okay, so I, I, I really appreciate you, JLP, just talking to us about wholeness and all that. Um, but what is this going to do for me at this point if I feel like I've done all that you're saying right now? I feel like I'm, I'm seeking God, and um, especially for me who is single and who have been for a while and who have been believing God for a future spouse, I'm feeling like that. I'm doing A, B, and C, but nothing is changing for me, all right? Because I know perhaps some of you guys have this question. I want you guys to understand. You have to... Number one, recognize that nobody knows what you want and what you need more than God. Number two, like we discussed in our first live session, our very, very first live session, your first assignment on this earth is to discover who you are in him. That's your first assignment and it's to build on that, build on that revelation of who you are in him. It's not to connect yourself with someone else though marriage is a beautiful thing though love is a beautiful thing what i want for you to leave after listening to this episode is to recognize that you too you are a beautiful creature creature that that god created you know and i want you to realize as well that when you go full out to live fully completely fully that 
God forbid, if you were to die, you would have no regrets because you know that you gave life your all. You gave God your entire life. Listen, then you did your job. You did your job. You know, everything else, y'all, that we receive in this lifetime, they're just bonuses. And they are all just byproduct of us living a life, a devoted life to God. Like you, we think someone else will give us value, right? You think someone else will give you value or satisfy you because you don't feel happy being alone. Okay, maybe some of you have been along for a long time and you've been in this you've been in this season of single for quite some time. Longer than people that you're surrounded by, right? But but it's like, you know, you forget that you came into this world alone. And that's that's the truth. We came into this world alone. But though we came into this world alone, even when you were in your mother's womb, God was with you. God was with you and he was keeping you company. And so I want you to also understand, even right now in your season of singlehood, you feel alone or you feel like um, you're, you're, you're not in, in that relationship that you so desire know that God is with you and that God is calling you to be in a deeper relationship with him I want y'all to understand wholeness is a commitment wholeness is a commitment we discussed this a little bit in part one and I want to just refresh this again in part two wholeness is a commitment wholeness is something that you need to constantly be pursuing even when it comes to marriage as well not just in singlehood because you have to understand your future spouse will not be able to fulfill you. They won't fulfill you. Only God is able to fulfill you because only God has given you purpose, has given you value. God is the one who created our souls, as we said in the in the first part of the session, part one. And that's the reason that you won't ever feel complete satisfaction from another individual because they did not create your soul. Now, when the will of God is your greatest desire, this is so important. And I want you to go ahead and write it down. Because I believe when you really understand this in this season, nothing will be able to stop your faith from growing in this season. I want to really inspire you to bring your faith to an optimal level, an unstoppable level. That no matter how you currently feel, no matter what you see, no matter how your circumstances are looking like, that whatever it is that you're believing for, especially I'm talking to uh, my singles, those of you who know you've been faithfully and fervently praying to the Lord concerning your future spouse, and you feel in your heart that you know it's time, you know it's time, you know the time has arrived for you to finally be connected to your future spouse, but at the same time, you feel like your hope is diminishing. You feel like your faith is diminishing because you're looking at your circumstances and you're like, nothing is changing. Um, and you're looking at this pandemic and you're like, oh, this pandemic kind of stopped things from happening for me and so forth. Write this down because I believe this will greatly encourage you to believe that if indeed, if you know that the Lord said it to you, you know, and I'm, I'm not speaking from a spiritual point of view right now. If you feel that the Lord spoke to you, if the Lord touched you or if the Lord brought confirmation to you from someone else saying that, 
this year you would be with your future spouse, then write this down what I'm about to say. You see, when the will of God is your greatest desire, it causes his blessings to overflow in your life. When the will of God is your greatest desire, it causes his blessings to overflow in your life. The will of God for you is for you to have faith. Okay? The will of God for you is for you to believe and trust in him, that he is faithful to provide your needs. That's the will of God for you. Above all, God wants us to walk by faith and not by sight. Faith is very key, y'all, in every in every season of our life. It's key when it comes to everything that God wants to do for us and through us. God will never give you something if you don't have faith enough to receive it. You have to have a level of faith for God to work with in order to bring certain things to you. Now, there may be a season where your faith is not that high as other seasons, but as long as you have faith, you know, Jesus himself said, as long as they had faith as a mustard seed, right, that they could say to this mouth and be cast into the sea and it will be done for them. God is just looking for your faith. God is looking for your expectation. How is your expectation right now? Is your expectation low just because you don't see no way for God to make this thing to happen for you? Or is your expectation is high and is still in the hand of God? Friends, the truth is, maybe you're saying, you know, it's so hard. It's so hard because nothing is changing for me. It's so hard because nothing is changing for me. I want you to take your, it's so hard. I want you to take that attitude of defeat and that attitude of hopelessness. And I want for you to bring it to the presence of God. And for you to really take it to the Lord in prayer and say, God, I don't want to stop believing what you're able to do in my life. I know that you're able to do the unexpected. I know that you're able to do the impossible. I know that you're you're able to do the suddenly. Take it to the presence of God and watch and see what he'll do for you. In this season, whatever you're believing for, know that God is right there, ready to give it to you. But at the same time, he's always testing your faith. He's always testing your faith because your faith will reveal to the Lord if you're truly ready for that blessing. Your faith will truly reveal to the Lord if you're ready for that blessing. I want to say this as well. And we're almost closing up, guys, um, with part two. I want to say this as well to you. That the truth is, singleness and being whole prepares you for relationships. And it also will reveal you to be found. I want you to write this down singleness and being whole prepares you for relationships reveals you to be found how are you spending your time in this current season of singleness are you spending it in defeat and self-hatred and and self in, in denial are you spending it feeling hopeless feeling like you know what let me just not even try to have faith because It seems like having faith is not doing anything for me. Or are you spending it building your faith? Are you spending it, you know, living out your purpose? Are you spending it seeking God and living for God, just living to please Him? 
Because when you sincerely realize that when you seek God with all your heart, that's when you will encounter him. And that's when you're going to receive what it is that he has promised you. Then whatever it is that you're praying about, I'm going to be honest with you. You will not see the answer to whatever you're praying about. Why? Because your heart is not for the Father. You haven't placed it all at the altar. You didn't place it at his feet. Some of you are so close to receiving that answer to pray. You just you don't even understand how close you are. You're so close. But God is just saying, let me see if she is going to just give me one more push of faith. Let me see if he's going to just give me one more push of faith. And so I encourage y'all. Get to that level of where you you desire more to focus on growing inwardly. To focus on growing deeper in love with Christ Jesus first. Before you're trying to like see external blessings. Before you see your circumstances are beginning to look perfect. I want to let you know, if you would like for, for, for you, especially those of you guys who are single, if you would like for you to be found by your future spouse, I'm going to tell you this right now, and I'm going to be blunt with you. I'm going to be blunt with you and say this blatantly. You will not be found by creating a profile on a dating app. You will not be found by going out to some outing yes there's a possibility yes when you do these things you'll be found but i'm telling you that's not what's going to guarantee that you're going to be found you're going to be found when you understand that it is your inner man being made complete in christ jesus that's going to allow you to attract the one that god has ordained to be your equal to be your suitable helper that's when you're going to be found when you recognize that life in general is about you becoming whole is about you becoming the whole person that god created you to be i'm telling you that's when you're going to be found that's when god's god's glory is going to radiate upon you and whoever that he has chosen to be your future spouse is going to recognize that you are for them and you're going to recognize that that they are for you as well when you recognize that the condition of your heart if your heart is pure if your heart is healthy if your heart is you know it it, is healed you know some people their heart is broken and they want to be found right now the person that you hope to find to find you is not going to be able to heal your heart no you need to go to the presence of god to get your heart healed you'll recognize that these sessions y'all is not just me to come here and say okay by this year you're going to be with your future spouse no it's me reminding you to master your trust in god reminding you 
to be whole first, reminding you to want to to want to meet the person that God created you to be before you go ahead and be with the person that he has called to be your future spouse and future wife. And as you may notice, I don't really say girlfriend, boyfriend, I say future spouse, right? Or I say future husband, future wife, because at the end of the day, that's the level of intimacy that God wants you to have with your, your, your significant other. He wants for the destiny, the destination um, to, to be in the context of marriage, okay? Now, I'm going to close with this um, because I feel that it's so important for you guys to have this refresher. And um, if you... If you have your Bible, go ahead and open it and um, to Psalm 37 verse 4. I'm going to go ahead and repeat that scripture again. I know that we went over it in part 1, but this is so important for me to repeat again. Psalm 37 verse 4 says, Delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desire of your heart. I want you to make this decision tonight. Are you ready to delight yourself in the Lord? Are you ready to delight yourself in the Lord? Are you ready to truly delight yourself in the Lord for the remaining days left in 2020? Some of you guys are contending for God to do certain things, but how bad do you want to see God come through for you? You need to make sure... That your level of surrender to God, that your level of worship to the Lord has to be on a whole new level. So make this decision today and say, you know what? There's so many things that I'm believing for God to do in my life, but I have to be honest with myself. I'm not delighting myself in the Lord enough. There's more I could do for God. There's more I can do for God. There's definitely more I can do for God. Hmm. I'm telling you, when you come to that point where you say, you know, I recognize that I haven't given God my all. God will, God will begin to just open some doors for you. I'm telling you, God will begin to bring blessings left and right unexpectedly i'm telling you that's how god works so i want you guys to know that i want you to get this before we end this right here because i want for you to know that this what i'm about to say next will either make or break you those of you who've been in the waiting for so long you've been waiting for a long time and you're about to lose hope you've been faithful in pursuing jesus and your purpose but still again still god hasn't brought that future spouse to you god hasn't opened that door up for this new opportunity still nothing has changed for you romantically i'm speaking to my singles for those of you guys who are single i want you to know 
and I want you to not to not worry. I don't want you to worry. Um, listen, if you took this session to heart, If you took this session to heart, you're on track. And God's perfect will is for you to be connected and found by your future life partner. No need to worry or doubt if it will ever happen. If you're in Jesus, and if you're busy working your purpose and taking care of it, and taking care of yourself, God will present his favor, his good thing to you. The bone of your bones and flesh of your flesh, you will recognize them because God will reveal them to you just like he did for Adam and Eve. I'm not guessing this. This is what I know for certain according to God's word. Pray that you were blessed by this session. And I want you to know that I'm always praying for you. And I strongly believe that many of you who have been fervently i'm telling you i'm talking about those of you who haven't been playing around in your season of singlehood you've been busy about purpose and at the same time you have not quit you have not quit in prayer and praying for your future spouse i'm telling for many of you i know this to be true that before the end of the year you will testify of god's faithfulness and goodness and i know for many of you that by next year you're going to see a you're going to see a supernatural change in your status. If you're right now single, I believe for many of you you're going to see a supernatural change in your status. And I'm not saying to get into this relationship and break it off and then get into no, I'm saying that you're going to be connected to your future spouse. You're going to be connected to the one that God has ordained to be your future spouse. And now listen now, this is not me that's going to do it. This is God that's going to do it. This is not you that's going to do it. This is the Lord. But at the end of the day, you need to align yourself. You need to position yourself in God to say, you know, Lord, yes, I've been praying, but I will continue to pray. Yes, I've been believing, but I will continue to believe. Some of us, we stop when we're not seeing any change. That's the issue. You stop praying when you're not seeing anything changing. Jesus himself, he doesn't want you to give up. He doesn't want you to ever quit. He doesn't want you to ever give up or stop praying. Why do you stop praying when it's not changing for you? When your circumstance is not changing? You need to keep on praying. You need to keep on believing. You receive a word that you would meet your future spouse this year, but now you're, stop, you're, you're not believing it anymore because you're not seeing that person coming into your life. Why are you stop believing? Are you moved by what you see, by what you feel, or are you moved by faith, or are you moved by what God himself promised you, what God himself has confirmed to you time and time and time again? I want you to know that God, again, he hasn't forgotten about you. He sees your heart. He sees your efforts. Hang in there. Hang in there. Hang in there. I'm telling you come in agreement with you 
And I pray that God would continue to increase your faith in this season to believe for whatever it is that you're believing for. I come in agreement with you that if you do not give up, if you do not give up, you will see God's goodness. You will see God's faithfulness. And I and I want to hear your testimony. I want to hear your praise report. That's how much I believe so strongly that many of you, you know who you are. Those of you who know, you know that you have been contending you have been praying you have been like listen you have been really like crying out to God and letting God know your heart hang in there God is about to show up when you least expect it he's about to show up and blow your mind and you're gonna be like wow look at how God did it look how God did it but at the same time Although God is able to bless us unexpectedly, God wants for your faith to always be present. I encourage you to hold on to your faith. Don't don't let go of your faith now. Don't let go of your faith now just because you're not seeing any change. Keep on holding on to your faith. Keep on holding on to your faith. Don't stop believing God. Always believe in God. And remember, all things are possible with Christ Jesus. This was JLP. And before I go, I want to make this quick announcement. We will be having our next live session November 21st. Stay updated with me by following me on Facebook or Instagram. You can follow me on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash JLP network. And you can follow me on Instagram at it's underscore underscore JLP. Thank you so much for tuning in. Know that I'm always praying for you. I'm always interceding for you because I know that God, he is so faithful, y'all. He hears our prayers. Every single prayer that you've prayed, the Lord has heard them all. And God, he is so good that sometimes what you prayed for is not enough in God's eyes. He wants to give you even better and greater than you ask because he loves you that much. Thank you so much for sticking around with me this long. Know that again, I'm praying for you and I believe that God... He's not finished yet. This year will still be your year. Take care. God bless. Until next time. Peace out.